You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 392 of Podcateers. This week, a couple of us were able to watch Spider-Man No Way Home, and we give our initial thoughts, which turned into a conversation about how the idea of the multiverse adds so many possibilities and which characters we'd like to see in a film next. Then we cap off the episode talking about some of our can't-miss traditions when heading to the parks during the holiday season. We'd love to hear some of your can't-miss traditions when you're in the parks for the holidays. You can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd like to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite to join in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com 392. Before we kick things off, we'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our monthly happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. All right, let's get this thing started. So whether you're celebrating the holidays with friends, family, or you've decided that you just want to stay home and binge watch holiday movies, we appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us. Happy holidays. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe, everyone. Here is episode 392 of Podcateers. Wait, Larry, what, what voice were you trying to do? Oh, Mr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Oh, you Doc. have to do the Lauren Michaels That's the, that's <laughs> <laughs> the Lauren Michaels. I can't get that. $100 million. I, I've taken them. <laughs> I'm out of practice, but yes. Okay, Larry. So what we got to do? I feel like in order to do it, though, you almost have to point the you pinky. You have to hold your pinky. it helps with it. Yeah. 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 If you don't point the pinky, you don't get into the mindset. Like, you don't become yeah. the character. Frau. <laughs> Try it with the pinky, Larry. See what happens. Oh, I can't. Do it. I just <laughs> Scott, Scotty. Scott, isn't that his son's Scott, name? Scotty. Scott. Scott. Yeah. See, Scott. you got it. You got yeah, it. Oh, there. That's the one. <laughs> oh man. We call it the Alan Parsons Project. Freaking laser. I can't. <laughs> Sharks with freaking laser beams laser. on their freaking heads. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> slipping out of it. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Austin oh. Powers podcast. Ah. <laughs> we are so diverse. <laughs> Every week, it's a different podcast. Yep. Right. <laughs> well, happy Christmas week, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Christmas. La, 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 My la, la, entire la, la. room exactly. here is just full of Christmas bags and everything's getting wrapped and it's a madhouse in here. So, I love it. Yeah, it's been a, a a little crazy this holiday season. You guys know, obviously, we've we've talked a lot off air about everything that's been going on, and the FGP squad knows some of that stuff because we've talked about it on previous calls, and uh, you know. But we're coming to the end of the year. We're looking forward to next year. 
But, you know, as we're closing out the year, we were talking about some of the things that we love to do in the parks and some of our traditions. You know, last week we talked about some of our favorite movies. So we're going to be talking about that later on in the episode. But I can't not talk about the biggest thing that everyone's talking about. Because after months of speculation, uh, I mean, we're not going to talk about anything that happens, obviously, in the film. But... We're talking about Spider-Man here. Finally released, Spider-Man No Way Home. I had the opportunity to go watch this at the drive-in. And I didn't think that we were going to have an opportunity to watch it because in our area, all movie theaters were either sold out or the dates were like super late in the year. And I kept thinking to myself, it's going to get spoiled because TikTok exists and Instagram stories exist. And I I really feared that that was going to happen. And for good you know reason, because even after watching it, I've been watching TikToks and Instagram stories where people are posting really pivotal scenes. Like they're just recording wow. straight out in the movie theater. So beware. If you don't want this film to be spoiled, do your best to stay off social media as much as possible because there are some key moments in the movie that are being spoiled on these services. Are they being pulled down? I don't think so. Uh, and if they are, they're being very slow to remove them. So beware. Uh, if you are interested in any way of, of watching it and having it not, you know, spoiled for you. Uh, but I have to say, this movie, oh, mwah, chef's kiss over and over again. <laughs> it is a phenomenal, it, it is it is a love letter to Spider-Man fans. It's one of the best ways I can put it. There is so much heart in this film. You know, there there's an evolution of Peter Parker that I think is really going to carry us into the next phase of the MCU. And uh, obviously, uh, Doctor Strange, I think, is going to play a pivotal role in Multiverse of Madness going forward. So I'm, I you know, I hate to say it because there's a lot of characters that I really, really enjoy in the MCU. Doctor Strange, believe it or not, is actually one of my wife's favorite characters in the MCU. Like, top three, as a matter of fact. Uh, I like Doctor Strange because, you know, magic and everything. Like, whoosh, you know, I, super mm-hmm. dope, right? Great. Um, but I don't think I was excited about Multiverse of Madness the same way that other people were excited about it. Like, I, I wanted to watch it, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, it's coming. <laughs> and I have to tell you. That after watching No Way Home, I am definitely in, oh my god, it's coming mode. (laughs) Welcome to the club of being excited. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys were excited for Multiverse of Madness, right? Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I was a little, um, I'm a very big chicken, and I don't like scary movies, and everybody's like, it's Marvel's first horror movie. And da 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 da, but I think I'm excited for it. I've been, you know, just like almost any Marvel movie, I'm excited for, you know, especially when these these ones that still connect back to the, you know, the original uh, phases. I guess the uh, the uh, Infinity Saga. Um, yeah, it's like it, it's like come on, like like a warm blanket. It's like ah, oh, I know these people, and what are they up to now? 
yeah. checking in with my friends. I agree. I you know it's funny because I think some of the other films, like if you take the Iron Man trilogy and the Thor trilogy and and you know what they've built up with Guardians, I feel like we got story progression in each one of those, but watching this film, Tom Holland's performance, like I could see what they were building up to for this third film, right? And like they, oh man, it's so hard to talk about it without giving away so much. I just, I, I'll say that this one for the end of the trilogy, I think adds so much more to the Peter Parker character in the MCU, you know, and what he's been able to offer since Infinity War. You know, they built on that and I just, oh man, it's so good. I, I regret not being able to watch it again. Oh, so back to being able to watch it. So let me tell you what happened. <laughs> so we're trying to get tickets, right? Mm -hmm. All the tickets are sold out. We're like weeks out. And I'm thinking like, oh, no, this is going to get ruined for me. Like, what am I going to do? And so we had this brilliant idea to go watch it at the drive-in. The only problem with drive-ins is that I don't know how it works in other states or in other counties. But all the ones that are close to us, we have two or three that are fairly close to us within like a 30-minute driving you know, distance. None of them offer pre-sales. Like, you just have to show up, and you just have to line up, and if you get in, you get in. Whatever spot you get is whatever spot that you get. And so the idea was we're going to grab some food. We're going to try to head out there about an hour, hour and a half before the like the first showing because then if we're in line, we're at least guaranteed a fairly decent spot, right? So this right. was the Saturday right after it was released. So we're a couple days in at this point, and we're thinking it's going to be super packed. What we didn't take into consideration was that with so many movie theaters reopening or open for this one, a lot of people want the experience inside of the theater, right? Which is something that we were missing for Black Widow. We were missing it for Shang-Chi. I guess not Eternals because Eternals was released in movie theaters, but we were missing it for like Jungle, uh, Jungle Cruise and all sorts of stuff, right? So the idea of going back to this Marvel film at the movie, something that's been so hyped and, you know, people have been looking forward to this for so long. I get it. So we're taking like games with us and we're taking like extra <laughs> battery packs and everything so that we could spend two hours or whatever waiting if we had to camping out. So the, like the first showing was at 730. The next one was at like 830. And so we figured, OK. Different screens. If we don't make it for the 7.30 show, we'll definitely make it for the 8.30 show. We get there. We were like fifth or sixth in line. Nice. And I'm wondering like, oh, man, did they start letting people in? And this was after we went to get food. Like we decided to just quickly go to McDonald's, grab some food so that we can eat there. And if anyone's trying to be a little safer about it the idea was we'll get food so we don't have to go to the concession stand or anything like that and we don't have to get out and, and everything so we get in and we get this like prime spot five or six lanes up we were on the little incline and so uh we had our niece with us and she was in the very back of the car and we all had like a center view of the screen nice. away from us right I have to say that when you go to the drive-in, obviously, you're missing 
the darkness of the movie theater. And so depending on how much ambient light is around you, it can affect certain scenes, especially the blacks with the projector aren't as rich as they would be like on a high definition screen or IMAX or anything like that. So there were a couple of scenes that I think were just a little difficult to view, um, especially when cars would randomly turn their lights on or something because they were turning on their cars or whatever. But other than that, uh, it's not like the old school drive-ins where you pop a little machine on the side of your door or anything. You turn on the FM radio and it was clear, man. Like it came through. We had all the windows closed. We blasted that thing and we felt the movie. Like we didn't watch it. We felt it the whole <laughs> nice. way through. It was amazing. Cool. We, we were just in awe at the experience. Like my kids were like, we got to do this again. We got to totally do this again. Like they loved it. Uh, obviously as kids do, they left a total mess in my car, but mm -hmm. Hey, they enjoyed it. We saw the film, great experience. Uh, I don't know how it works at other drive-ins, but at the one that we went to is called the mission Tiki Inn in, um, Montclair, California. Uh, if you go for a film and it's a double feature, you can stay for the second film that's there. And so they were playing Spider-Man twice and we almost stayed for the second one, but it's, you know, it's two and a half hours, three hours-ish. We couldn't stay. It was going to be too late between the time that it, the second one started and ended. And I don't think the kids would have been able to hang. So ultimately, we ended up opting out of the second one. But we're planning on going back to watch it again now because we just we loved it and so we want to be able to do the whole thing again i i can't i i want to talk so much more about it you will soon yeah, soon. <laughs> write everything down if you have to oh i won't have to it's all in the noggin right now it's all there we're we're ready okay we're ready and look obviously it's a very popular film right it, it had this record-breaking weekend box office debut is now the second highest in history it took the place of infinity war it grossed like 260 million across like 4300 plus theaters oh andrew when you were watching the film did people mm -hmm. cheer not a peep out of anybody how dare I they had, i there was no peeps no hoops no hollers no anything so you know there was there was definitely some points where i was uh nudging tina my wife as nudging her and I'm like ah oh, that was that or ah oh, that was that oh did you see that guy oh that guy um so <laughs> but nope i mean our theater was it was we were in um i just saw it um 45 minutes ago <laughs> um so i just got out of there yeah um so i'm it's real fresh um but yeah we were in a smaller theater you know it's not the the huge one we were you know hundred seats or whatever's in there and yeah it, it was most you know it's probably like 80 people in there or something it was mostly full um and it was pretty quiet like through the whole thing which was surprising um i just yeah i think being not opening weekend it's more just to like more of the casual viewers um as opposed to the diehard people um so yeah it it, but it's still a good experience. Like the movie was great. Um, yeah, there's we definitely need to talk about this. I'm definitely gonna need to see it again. I'm probably gonna uh, watch some YouTube videos on people explaining the whole plot to me 
and everything I missed because there's definitely some points where I'm like, what, what does that mean? Or what, <laughs> what is that character or who is that silhouette or something that we see? Um, it's yeah, there's, there's definitely some like stuff that me not being too, uh, you know, versed in Marvel in the back catalog and like the comics and stuff that I'm not going to know all of the, you know, the minutia references of what they put in there, but what seemed like to be a lot in there. And that's the fun about those films is like, you're watching something, you know, something's on the far end and you're like, I can't see that. I'm, I need to focus here. Not over there. So, yeah, yeah I like, totally get it. What's that in the background? That's got to be something, right? <laughs> uh, oh, no, it's just a bug on the projector. And then you're afraid to turn around or something. <laughs> I did. We were watching it and probably, that was probably about an hour in, all the lights came on in the theater. I was like, what, what? is going oh. on? And no. like somebody ran out and then they clicked off. So it was just like somebody <laughs> must have bumped a switch or something. I don't know. It was, uh, it was wow. very strange. That's a team player it who was like, ran out. <laughs> it was only for like two minutes. It was like, there's no flashing lights. There's no fire alarm. So I'm just going to watch this movie and hopefully everything's fine. And then it was. So That's lame, <laughs> dude. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't too bad. Like it didn't screw up the picture or anything. So which was nice. They didn't, none oh, of the lights good. shined on the screen. So it was that's luckily good. in like a... A not too like intense part that it wasn't like as big of a deal. Um, oh, that's good. But, yeah, it was. It was just interesting. Yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not giving really anything away because I think a lot of this is already in the trailers that they've released. But if you want to tie it into Earth six one six, which is the current Marvel timeline. A lot of no, this it's not. story, <laughs> isn't it? Not isn't it? Earth nine 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 whatever majigger. It is, but uh, usually stories in the MCU are inspired uh-huh. by things in six one six. Okay, and so this particular story is inspired by this by the comic One More Day, and okay. in One More Day, I see where you're getting. Spider Man was trying to get everyone to forget who he was, but. You know, it, they show Doctor Strange trying to do this spell and everything, but in one more day, he goes to Mephisto. And so it's based on that one, just the way that a lot of WandaVision was based on House of M. Mm. It's not a direct copy, obviously, because Marvel hasn't been able to use a lot of the characters in ways that they wanted. They haven't been able to tell the stories from the very beginning because, you know, Fox had the rights to some, Universal had the rights to others. And, you know, with the Fox merger, we've all been itching to see the mutants come into the MCU. And, I mean, hopefully we begin to see that fairly soon. How they get introduced, I don't know and when. But uh, knowing that they take inspiration from all of these stories I mean, part of the reason I'm so excited for Multiverse of Madness is because if you've seen What If, What If almost serves as a guide of where Multiverse of Madness can go, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's what's exciting about it. Like, I, it, not even tying it to Spider-Man. Like, if you just watch What If, now kind of knowing more about Doctor Strange and his episode and kind of where everything led, I'm just way more excited about it. 
you know, so I, I, I can't wait. Like, I don't know. I For people that were worried about what the next phase of the MCU was going to look like, oh, I'm not worried at all. Yeah, <laughs> we had beloved characters and everything in the last phase and everything, but oof, I'm so excited about where we're going now with it. Definitely going to be like a uh, interesting ride with, I mean, I haven't seen Eternals yet, so I don't know, you know, the, the backlash from that film, I don't have any reference you know, points on, but everything else, you know, seems to be uh, characters, you know, that they're pulling in into, you know, giving them, expanding their stories and stuff like that. So it's, it's exciting to see all of these different things and everybody, you know, I'm excited to see Eternals. I just don't know if I'm going to get the chance anytime soon before it goes on Disney plus. I don't know when that's going to be, but anyway, um, (laughs) the, uh, yeah, the, the, the next couple of phases seem to be, built out um well uh yeah yeah it's gonna be exciting so i know we were all real big fans of like the 90s x-men and stuff like that i know that disney plus is rebooting that if you could choose one character from old properties the old x-men cartoon or something that you would want the mcu to introduce next who would that be whether it was like an old Fox film or whatever, or one franchise or whatever you want to call it, who would you want to see come into the MCU next? Kevin Feige is like, Hey, I'm giving you billions of dollars to write this next film. What are you writing? That's a tough Uh, one because there's so many. Um. (laughs) I mean, I never, I never watched the X-Men. I haven't seen an X-Men movie. I haven't watched the X-Men cartoon. um, So I'm not, too versed in the x-men but the one x-men i know because one one day i went in a rabbit hole of searching this is probably like 15 years ago uh what what are the the strangest uh superheroes and comic book characters and so uh one that's always stuck with me which would be an interesting film i don't think would ever get made would be arm fall off boy yeah, everybody know Arm Fall Off Boy. I have no idea who that is. Arm Fall Off Boy made like th- three panels in an X Men comic once, where <laughs> um, they were like, "Okay, all the mutants show up and uh, tell show us what you got, and maybe you could be part of the X Men." And his superpower was his I uh, could detach his arm and like beat people with it like a club, <laughs> and then <laughs> like put it back on. <laughs> Um, and that was the extent of Arm Fall Off Boy in uh, that comic, from what I understand. So, yeah. That, or maybe we go and do our the, the Pet Avengers. Do, uh, oh. you know, those... Well, we talked about them before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, I think you just presented Kevin Feige with two, like, multi-billion dollar franchises. I know. Uh, coming 2026. Arm <laughs> on fall, Disney Plus. Arm <laughs> Fall Off Boy, the series on Disney Plus. <laughs> Six episode story arc, here we come. <laughs> oh, five seasons of uh, Arm Fall Off Boy. Oh, that would be fantastic. I just can't imagine somebody ripping off their arm and beating somebody over their head with it. <laughs> yeah, and then, like popping like, their arm pop back, it back in. Yeah. It almost Let's seems like, did you ever have those old action figures where you could like pull the arms and legs off? Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that's how we would play with them. We'd like use the, the arms or legs as a club on another 
like action figure or something. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to uh, apparently I looked this up. I wanted to make sure I was looking up the right thing, and apparently that's a DC comic. So oh. I screwed it up. I thought it was a Marvel. Of, uh, it sounded I, like trash. Oh, shots fired! I could have swore it was a, a X Men thing, <laughs> but I guess I was incorrect. So uh, take that to Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, he's part of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> who's you know who's gonna play arm fall off boy in the <laughs> squad? It's gonna be uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Well, hey, look. Even if it was a DC comic, historically speaking, there actually have been DC and Marvel crossovers. They all happen on crossover Earth. There's been some pretty famous ones, DC versus Marvel. There's been some really great comics that have come from the crossovers but mm-hmm. if we if we were ever going to see oh i guess that would be like a really good one going forward there was a superman versus spider-man crossover at one point huh interesting put a pin in that <laughs> yeah hey kevin i know you're listening buddy this Superman yeah. versus Amazing Spider-Man thing, let's talk, okay? Just shoot me a message. I know you're busy with the holidays and everything, but, you know, shoot me a text, buddy. We'll we'll hash this out. Anyway, just okay, a message I found, for Kev. I found, I found one to uh, a, a Marvel a one. A character. This is iBoy. Uh, iBoy? <laughs> boy. iBoy is covered in eyes, and that's Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he just like has going. a bunch of eyes, and that's it. His superpower is that he's a 360 camera. Pretty much. That's what it seems like. <laughs> Technology. So anyway, that's my screw-up for the night. Uh, but anyway, eye boy, arm fall-off boy. You know what? We learned something new today. Yeah. yeah. I think but, a lot of people learned. Mm-hmm. But was it learned really about a screw-up? Was it really? Yeah, it was fun. Or an opportunity born. Yeah. Ah, well, you know, yeah. bring in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're Marvel now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, let's move on to you. Who would you want to bring in if Kevin Feige came to you and said, Larry, I'm going to give you $2 million to write the next Marvel film. Who are you bringing in? Well, I mean, the X-Men are probably the <clears throat> cat. Well, they're already talking about Fantastic Four. So X-Men is where everybody wants that to come back so i i i uh, for me i don't want you to i love wolverine but you can't touch that because of what they've already done with like wolverine films but i i'm i'm really thinking though here and i i liked beast great character um i think though the the big characters people miss are like storm gambit and then you have rogue you know those are the characters that you hear and you're like Gosh, I want those back. Mm-hmm. So it's in Cyclops. No, don't leave out Cyclops. So we'll talk about Eye Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's that. I don't. It'd be hard for me to see an, a new, different Wolverine than you know the good actor that he was before, and the way they did the movie Logan was pretty beautiful movie. If you ask me, I know it sounds weird to be a man say that, but a cartoon movie, but if you watched it, Oh my God, that is definitely one of the most tear jerky movies I've watched in a long time. That's technically based off a comic book loosely, I would say, but nah, but sort of there. Yeah. Yeah. Logan's a great character. I, I love how, what they did with it. I think of all the Wolverine films, I arguably it's the best one. 
I won't argue that. That was that one. I still get chills talking about that movie. Yeah. It was crazy. Fantastic. Just good. Just a very good movie. There's a good movie to throw on the <laughs> after the Christmas holiday, right? <laughs> Maybe. Right. <laughs> Mel, what about you? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it down to Beast. I mm. mean, I think it'd be pretty interesting. I mean, let's say we got a six, you know, episode type of thing that kind of follows him, and then he kind of brings in other people i just would love to see him and bruce banner just work <gasps> together and do something you're welcome yes. you are welcome <laughs> that's all i want to see <laughs> oh my god the adventures of hank and bruce yeah both wear glasses oh my god that would be so good okay they both look. They both turn super smart too. Which oh is, yeah. Like, you know what? Are really you are you sure you don't want Asbestos Lady? Is that another <laughs> like legit That's, character? Here we go. Yes, Asbestos Lady. Um. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm on <laughs> no, I'm on a weird stuff. list. I don't know what she's gonna bring to the table in this one, but I mean the adventures of you know Hank and Bruce seems and like the next lady. Disney Plus. Like TV series with a film at the end. I'm for this. You know what? I'm upping yours to like three and a half million. <laughs> oh, nice. Get going Five million. One. I'm going to take some creative. Really well. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking the lead on this one. Kev, don't worry. We got this one. Yeah, you're right, Larry. There's so many great characters. And a lot of the ones that you named, I think, are really at the top of our list. Like Gambit, I think, from the X-Men personally one of my favorite because his weapon of choice was always playing cards and i just thought that was super freaking cool <laughs> so cool um and when the channing tatum version got announced everybody was like ah it's coming and i got so excited and then that never happened uh ah, so crazy. i would love to see a gambit movie but honestly the next character that i just would love to see get revisited is ghost rider like Ooh, I think Ghost Rider has yeah. so much to offer and with everything happening in the cosmos right now, everything with the Eternals and everything kind of like with the multiverse happening, I feel like it's a really great time and not and not the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider. Like I want them to go all the way back to Johnny Blaze and go back to the motorcycle and everything and just Oh, I would love to see Ghost Rider in the MCU. Like, I don't so think uh, Nicholas Cage is doing anything. You just do the, <laughs> do no, the let same him go thing back we did with Spider Man. No, no, Spider Man. <laughs> no, no, no. Ghost Rider and the multiverse of uh, hell. I don't know. It's a great <laughs> character because a lot of these Marvel characters coming out. You talk about what if and what we're seeing now. Think about Hawkeye too. Like these conflicting stories about getting a different view and ghost rider is a very good character having a conflicting story with a different backstory like view so i would hope that too that'd be awesome well uh i i can't raise the funds on my own project because you know okay it's gonna yeah. raise some eyebrows or something so yeah i got you i'll talk to Kevin. I'll i can raise i can mil- raise all of yours Six million for own. you, Hazen, but on the caveat that Nicolas Cage has to be in the movie at oh. some point. Well, I guess we're not getting six million dollars <laughs> then. At <laughs> some point. He doesn't have oh, to be no. Ghost Rider. Well, we just lost funding. Because <laughs> that casting isn't going to happen on my dime. <laughs> 
Uh, well, that I, I mean, these are characters we would love to see in the MCU, obviously. But if there's any that you would love to see, we'd love for you to join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, or even better, join us on uh, our Discord. If you're not part of the Discord family, just head on over to the blog post for this episode, podcasters.com slash 392. You'll see the Discord invite there. Just click on it, and you'll be able to sign up within a couple of seconds. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what characters you'd love to see come up next. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, stuff we love in the parks. But before we do, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcasters is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, or as we like to call them, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcasters possible. And episodes of Quizneyland. Hey. Last week, we released the latest episode of Quizneyland. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to do so. It's on the Podcasters feed, so you don't have to sign up for anything else. Just find it in the Podcasters feed on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, but being a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks, access to our monthly happy hour calls, additional content, uh, whether it's the Podcasters after show or anything that we've uploaded to our Patreon is available once you sign up. Uh, you also have random giveaways, exclusive discount codes for Podcasters gear, first access to new releases, and much more. So if you have any questions about becoming a part of the FGP Squad, feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to help you out with any questions that you may have. And, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. And uh, we've gotten some notes on Discord that some of the members of the FGP squad have started to get their uh, holiday gift. Uh, we've been getting some really great feedback. I'm so happy that you're enjoying them. Thank you so much. Again, if you have any other questions about becoming a member of the FGP squad, hit us up. We'll be happy to help you out with that. Okay, I found another one. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Bong, what? 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 Doctor Bong is a big uh, uh, bell-looking guy. He looks like a bell. His head is shaped like a bell, and his fists are like the little dingly part in the bell. All right, all and of you, get your head out of the gutter. We know what you Doc were thinking, oh, Doctor wow. Bong. <laughs> yeah, not the Bong part. Folks. Yeah, come on. I was gonna Think say this. Boom, we kind of have boom, that Bong, like not ding listening. dong. Yeah, come yes, on. that Bong. Get out of there. This, there, I'm on page 22 of a 73-page thing, and it just gets better and better. And but better. are are Earth these like all fan fiction? No, or, this is oh, all Earth of, six. This is on Marvel.com/slash/character. I've just what? oh, <laughs> please send me this link. Marvel.com/slash/characters. <laughs> oh, please send me this link. I will. You can you know look at a great. Um, let's see. Uh, Characters like Foggy Nelson. Um, he just I seems like the guy That's you want to buy like tires from. Oh, yeah, Foggy, <laughs> Foggy Nelson or windshield wiper fluid from. Yeah, I like how in this list, like it's in alphabetical order, and uh, it goes like here, like Freezer Burn, Frenchie, Frey, Freya, Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> Like, I didn't know that. I, that's his full given name, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, that's how it appears on his birth certificate. He has so to sign that, that on all his checks when he goes to the bank as Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. What a pain. It's on his passport and everything. 
<laughs> also, um, apparently there's a Galactus and a Galactus. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Spelled two different ways. Yeah. I don't we I don't know. Go. This deserves like, an episode. This could just be an episode where I <laughs> list every name of um yeah, there's one, two, let's see, how many ghost riders? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six ghost riders. Yeah. Wait, yeah, six. And anyway, we we're gonna talk about Christmas and not <sighs> glob or gloom or gog or go go tamago <laughs> or uh Bill Foster. Well, Gogo is from Big Hero Six. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just made the connection. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, you're right. Let's move on to Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, so we wanted to talk uh, about some of the things that we like to do during the holidays. If we have any traditions, or if there's anything that we specifically feel we have to do during the holidays. Obviously, getting a picture with the Christmas tree on Main Street is one of them. Getting a photo of the castle you know, all lit up is something that I've always liked to do. So things like that. So who wants to kick it off with some of the things that you like to do during the holidays? Sure. I'll go. go I'm going to start from, are we going to go three? Let's do three. I don't, is that cool? I don't know if I have like three. I can try Just to do, find three. Do what or you put got, them in Larry. order from three, two, one. I, I guess that I, that's, that's right. a better way to say it. That's where I'm going from. All are. right. Okay. All right. So I got three here, and uh, my number three, which has been a little bit of a downer for me this year, maybe the somebody out there could let me know the different a difference that I may have been missing is getting the peppermint patties from the candy store on Main Street or at DCA's store off of the main area of Buena Vista Street, and just eating them there on the holiday time and just chilling at somewhere in the park and getting the nice. SoCal brisk air. That's kind of one of my favorite things to do during the holiday. It kind of adds that, you know, everyone's into the peppermint spirit at that time. You know, peppermint mocha, peppermint candy canes, peppermint everything. Peppermint! No, just <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the, that is one of my favorite traditions. This year, the times I've went, they haven't had them in stock, which is kind of a bummer. But I still have been, you know, getting the Andes mints and cheating that way. That's one <laughs> way to go around it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of the peppermint um patties until you text us word and i'm like what yeah, how I'm... how was i what how did i not so know <laughs> good it's a to explain to you a little bit more listener everyone it's literally like a big round shaped chocolate york patty but figure inch thick that oh thick my gosh. what and then the chocolate is very thin layer so when you buy it it's like <gasps> boom like nasal passages open up <laughs> Your, you feel Christmas spirit like hit through your instantly through your like oh what is that like uh, your uh, nasal cavity into your <laughs> ears all of those feelings just kick in and, you, and any water tastes like amazing I don't know about you it just tastes oh, fresh oh I like that <laughs> so that's kind of like where it's at but yeah nice I don't know how I would feel about that I know so I've had this discussion with several people. I think I think I had it with Gavin on more than one occasion because he's a big fan of the mint chocolate chip ice cream, and I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of mint a lot of stuff, which is weird because I, I love, like, Altoids and stuff. But, like, if I ate, like, a York peppermint patty and I ate, like, a small one, I'd be like, cool, I'm good for the year. But <laughs> something that big, I, I – I don't know. Like something must have hurt me at some point in my life because I feel like I'm biting into like 
a big tub of Vicks. And oh. I don't like I don't know. I don't like I don't know. I'm saying like something must have hurt me at some point in my life because that's how it feels like to eat something that much. But I know people love it. Like I I, I want to maybe I should try it again. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe I just have some like weird memory or trauma. And that's what's preventing no, me from strong. doing it. No, it's strong. It's an acquired taste element when it comes to that much. Like, that's going hardcore. That's I'm like a hardcore peppermint guy. And sometimes I'll eat half and the other half I'll throw in the freezer or, like, fridge for home. And then I'll eat it like that. So it's like, oh, wow. I'm really going in on it. <laughs> you want to hear something weird, though? Like, I get the York peppermint patty thing. Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan, but I love the candy canes. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that, not <laughs> It's close. It's just it's so taste. weird. Yeah, preference. I don't know. I'm weird. I, I, I'm sure a lot of people are listening. They're like, what? How dare you? But I, I don't know. I'm, I am weird. I don't know. I'm telling you, something hurt me at some point in my life. And I was like, nope, not again. <laughs> Would that be Marvel's 500 character, the Peppermint Monster? Could or... have been. Peppermint Man? Peppermint Man. That's what did it to me. He done Peppermint me wrong, man. fall off, boy. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. All right, Mel, what about you? Um, so my number three is actually writing Small World Holiday. Oh. And I feel like I that's why I was so bummed that it was closed when we had went. But there's something special about going on it and then seeing the next year before you leave. Knowing it's the end of the year. Like for me it's it's always been something to do. But I have to wait until next year. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, that's definitely my number three. And this was hard. Man, I have, like, so many. I'm like, I have to cut it down to three. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can throw out honorable mentions later. Because at, at first, I I know I said I don't have three. But, like, I just put myself back in the park. And I just had yep. this, like, <laughs> like yep. memory <laughs> thing <Flash>. accessed. <laughs> so... All right. Uh, yeah, that's a great one. Fantastic one. Andrew, what about you? Um, yeah, I don't, my, I've only done this uh, like once or twice I can think of. I have good memories of it, of just walking from – that. you guys reminded me of it earlier – walking just in that Grizzly River Trail when they turn the snow on. And it's, you know, just at night and the snow's going and stuff, and it smells like, you know – all kind all Christmassy and stuff and it's just that just that little area of the park right when they do the snow and everything is fantastic nice my kids love that area too that's where Santa is yeah, yeah. it's love... a peaceful little area yeah, yeah. It's especially the... at night it's real quiet because people aren't going on exactly. grizzly and mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's kind of just chill I like how the lights are lanterns it really does you talk about theming in that area near the grizzly they're lantern style so it's it's kind of that cool wilderness vibe that you want like and you see in the christmas movies like logging cabins and stuff you're getting that vibe right there and there is a little smell of pine every once in a while when that water hits the trees good so that's that's like another little bonus too mm. yeah and then that bears on a big sweater i don't want to like step on anybody's <laughs> yeah. toes if that's one of their it favorite things too. got a it big does. sweater ultimate it's the big sweater ugly cool. sweater it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's super festive. Let's see. I, oh man, if I have to give a number three spot, like I feel like I'm pretty locked into like my one and two, mm-hmm. but choosing three, 
I guess since I complained about it for five minutes, I'm going to make it my number three. Getting the peppermint stick, like the fresh made candy cane. Uh, it's Still. it's difficult to get sometimes because, you know, you have to stand in line. They were giving out bracelets at one point. Uh, this year, I think it's been a little bit more difficult because of COVID restrictions and everything. But after getting it the first year, like my wife stood in line to get it for us the very first time that we did it. And now it's just something that any time that we've been able to get it, I'm I, I just want it. You know, it's like that fresh peppermint. Uh, again, I don't know what it is about the peppermint patty that I'm like, no way, no how. But like the candy cane, I'm all over it for some reason. Well, so, like a candy cane is like you can like parse it out a little more. You get like a couple little licks. You don't just like chomp down onto a big, you know, well, normally, glob of it in your mouth. Maybe. I, I mean, normally what I like, I like to do is I just like to break it and then just like mm-hmm. pop it in like a mint. Yeah, basically, mm. and just you know, kind of let it dissolve over time. So, uh, I don't know. I it I guess it does remind me of Altoids, but I how don't... big are those? Like they always look so big they're when you see big, them in pictures. Right? They're very big. Yeah, they're like compare it like action figure big. No, or... no. I mean, <laughs> I would say they're I don't know, maybe about an inch thick in like roundness, yeah. and wow. just under a foot. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're they're pretty large, but they're you know they're twenty something dollars. But I mean, totally worth it. I think. Yep. So sounds worth it. Yeah, I mean, if you ever get a chance to get it, Larry, I think you'd be in heaven with it. That's my goal. I've always they've always done the weekdays, and I'm like, oh, and I I get it right now, especially right now with everything going on. Yeah. That's always been one of my goals is to get one at least to see what it's all about. I'm not a huge – I'm a peppermint guy, but not a huge candy cane fan. But for that, like what you just explained, it would be nice to just crash it or yeah. throw one in the mouth and be like, yeah, I got one. And you know what the great <laughs> thing about it is? Like, I think one of the reasons I like it is because it's not like super hard. It's like airy and nice and it's – Wow. I, I don't know how to describe it, man. It's like – it's Christmas, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. That's, all, that's exactly what that's it is. All I can that's say. what we're talking it's about. Christmas, man. Uh, all right, kick us off with number two, man. So number two for me is it's something that I don't know, like a lot of people necessarily take advantage of. When it was at Disneyland, it became my thing because they used to have it over. At, uh, I'll do a quick honorable mention real fast in there. They used to have it over by the Thunder Ranch area. If you guys remember, they had the animals out there back at Disneyland back in the day. I miss the reindeer. That's my honorable mention. They used to have reindeer back there back in the day, which was cool. Uh, that was a holiday tradition where I'd go over there to do decorating Mickey snowman cookies. And they offer this still, uh, but it is at DCA, kind of like what Hazen was talking about a little earlier Talking about things that you know you do with the family over at DCA side is this part is in the Santa's holiday visit, which is really the Redwood Creek Trail, um, and that's usually the one where you would see um, the characters from up there uh, if you were going during regular times. But during this time, it's like Santa's area, like his workshop, meadowy kind of cool elves take over the area. But specifically right now, I think it's uh, on the part after they have a treats for Santa section and it's like a little booth and you just buy out this little kit in a box and then it comes with red and green icing and a couple of like cool 
little candy dots and you can go to town and just sit down i usually do it in that little area i'll stay in that area or i'll maybe find another spot in the park just to decorate where i feel comfortable it kind of comes this like little family thing the cool thing about doing it there is sometimes like they'll have like characters pop out and like wave and like be happy about it and point at what you're doing. That was kind of the cool thing too. Cause he felt like a kid again, like, Oh, someone's looking at my art. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but last but not least is uh, making it and then just causing the catastrophe of Christmas as you, you guys like watching explosions and big, bad things happening, chomping the head of Mickey Santa <laughs> <laughs> so, and having the, the payoff of your art tastes good as well. So that's usually my, that's my for sure. Second. Oh man, nice. that sounds just like an awesome experience. Um, definitely something that we've never had an opportunity to do. But I mean, for the Christmas, like the spirit of it, I totally would want to do that with the boys. I know that they would love that. Super cool. All right, Mel, number two. Okay, we're going to Main Street and we're going to stop at Gibson Girl. And we're going to get some peppermint ice cream. <laughs> I don't care that it's 50 degrees. <laughs> it doesn't melt and it tastes wonderful. <laughs> I'm just like going to piggyback on yours. Mine's not, my number two is the same thing. So nice. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, I, I get you on the whole 50 degrees thing because mm-hmm. earlier today it was fairly cold and you know as californians it doesn't take much for us to be like oh my god it's freezing right we get below right. 80 and we're like oh it's sweater weather <laughs> right um, where's the blanket yeah uh but it was super cold earlier and i did have ice cream with recess peanut butter cups inside of it so i get you on <laughs> nice. that nice <one. laughs> it was uh it was uh i had to go to the dmv this morning and i went out to my truck and it was 29 degrees <gasps> oh, boy, uh, no. my truck and everything <laughs> was frozen yeah it was very cold Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I know. It, I'm like shaking already. I'm it like, oh, snowed no. <laughs> at my house last week. Did it really? Wow. Yeah. Is that common? Was, uh, no, we're, we're a little low, uh, for snow, but it was, we got a dusting and like woke up and there was a little bit of snow. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I got it on the security camera. So, I, you know, at least I could see when it snowed overnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you go outside and make snow something no i was like i was gonna make a snowman but then i had to go to work and i was like okay i'm gonna do this really quick on top of the car because that's where all the snow was because <laughs> the cars are cold and i was like da 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 oh no this is too cold i'm going to work <laughs> so, so there was just a snowball on my roof of my the other car um that just sat there for the day oh it's uh, funny it melted but yeah i was gonna and then it was too cold oh man um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get the whole ice cream when it's super cold thing. It's I don't know if it's just a California thing, but yeah, we, we complain about how cold it is, but we're out getting ice cream. Right. <laughs> it, that, that totally pepper, tracks, yeah. right? And that peppermint ice cream, you get it in the sundae with like the waffle bowl yes. and everything with the whipped cream. Oh, it's good. It's nice and mm-hmm. pink. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. I feel like I need to give it a fair chance again. Give it, a, yeah. Get the whole Sunday. Get the whole the whole kit into the caboodle. Yeah, yeah. We're I'll I'll have to try to work something out one of these days. It's 
probably going to be a while, but you know, one or of just days. buy it from Maybe the grocery year. store. It's Maybe just like year. there you go. It's just what it's uh who is it dryers who who does? I think it's dryers. No, it's dryers or dryers doesn't matter. It's <laughs> one not of the them. same. It's not as magical. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But now that I think about it, maybe I'll see if they have that at the store. Anyway, I'm sure they yeah. do. I tried that. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I wasn't happy. Look, honestly, it could be the exact same brand, but it's not there, and you're not spending eighteen dollars on it. So how can it taste the same? <laughs> right. Yep. Okay. So my number two, it's gonna surprise you. Because I think most people would have thought this was going to be in the number one spot. But it's writing Haunted Mansion Holiday. Uh, I love the Haunted Mansion. And I I love when it's not Haunted Mansion Holiday. I still have a beef that it gets converted before Halloween. Because <laughs> that should happen after Halloween. And then it should just stick around an extra month or something. But, you know... At me. I don't care. <laughs> but Haunted Mansion Holiday is going to be my number two. Like, I feel like the holiday season culminates with me just the, the same way that it culminates for you writing It's a Small World, Mel. Like, I feel mm-hmm. that's how it culminates for me uh, with Haunted Mansion Holiday. So nice. my number two is writing the mansion. I always think that I always talk about, too, which we had a great conversation on, is the smell that you get when you go to the gingerbread area. That is... That was tough for not to be put in my top three is that section because I wait for that every year during Christmas. I know you're right. If during Halloween, during excuse me, during Halloween, I don't think about it as much. It's weird to like shut my brain off to. I'm like, eh, I'm gonna hit this spot. But once Christmas rolls over, I'm like swiffing <laughs> it in like yeah. as much as I can because I just need that in my life during that time. That's when it does feel like Christmas. That's crazy just weird just one day too like you go october 31st it's like what's wrong with the mansion november 1st it's fair game man right right that's right <laughs> bring on the snow right <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, wow. christmas vacation vibes number one spot larry <laughs> for number one it's gonna sound maybe kind of corny but or maybe kind of nostalgic to some, I hope, as much as me. Uh, it's walking down Main Street, uh, USA, Disneyland, but away from the castle. I know some people love the castle. It is the jewel of the park, and it looks really nice lit up, with, especially now the LEDs they have. But for me, it's walking the other way with the garland draped over everything on the stores, and now I'm glad that they've bring back the wreath garland above that connects like kind of like you're walking under this nice little tunnel and then the tree i feel christmas this large tree where you're gonna see a tree like that people have that i know we're not on the east coast and we can't go see you know the tree that everyone talks about in the main center right so what i close as i can get to it is seeing this tree in main street usa now the music sometimes could be a little bit too slow and kind of weird but for christmas but it really is lights. I'm always been pulled into it, and when I go there, I always feel once I hit that moment, and it's nicer when it's a little cold, and maybe I get some ice cream to make it colder. So <laughs> peppermint <laughs> ice cream, right? But um, that's my number one. That's that's what definitely sets the tone for the holidays for me. Nice. So you mentioned the music. Would you say that you like? DCA soundtrack for Christmas a little bit more, or would you find them pretty much equal? 
I would say DCA walking into Buena Vista is almost a tenfold better. That's that's like a night and day. That's a sad wow. part because I get. I grew up with the songs that they play there, like in the background. Those all those songs are nostalgic to the music. So when I go through there, they have wreath and garland. They do a really good job with Carte Circle. They do, and there's a large tree there too. But I feel the compactness of it's like boom, you hit one thing and boom, you hit the next thing. Like it's like it all happens really fast. So when you're going down Main Street, it's a little bit different. It's like it takes you in, especially with like I talked about the garland hanging and the lights, and then just that feeling of like that forced perspective works a lot better there. Right. Um, Cause you got the tree now, you got a big old tree. So it really, the music, if they could switch them, that would be, I don't even want them to switch. I just want them to play the same music on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. That'd be cool, but I get it. Main street has been doing that for years. And that's kind of their vibe on that side. Yeah. I agree with you, man. You make a lot of really great points. I think that if they were able to integrate some of the music from DCA over into the Main Street soundtrack, I think it would hit on a totally different level. Oh, yeah. So much. So, But it's not period correct, man. <laughs> I get Turn it. Turn of the century yeah. versus the 20s. Come on. They didn't have big band in I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I I get what you're saying. I I don't know. Maybe they give us like a day where they swap the music or something. <laughs> they have backwards. Maybe day. they could have did that for the party. They oh yeah. Did, I don't know. Maybe they did. They should have did that for the. That may have been a pull for me. I've been like, yeah, I'd love to see that music played on Main Street. Oh, it's just all Muppet music. That would be even better. <laughs> That's even. Oh. <laughs> see, you're, well, we're giving ideas away now. I'm, dang it. It's not <laughs> unheard of. What you're saying is not unheard of. They do it for the Halloween stuff. They the completely Halloween switch up yeah. the music, and they Jeff have the different tracks. soundtracks. So, mm. like, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mel. Yeah, Main Street. Like... Number one. Oof. Um. Well, it's not Mansion, <laughs> and I'll explain why. It's because for me, it's like I. That's kind of like a shoe in for me. Like it's always mm. going to happen. So two words for number one: Viva Navidad. Oh, yeah. I have to do this. And it's since debut year, like, uh, just thinking about it, it's like the energy is so good. So good. Um, Even from our past uh, trip, the dancers and everything, just the music, it's just a party. So I love the nostalgia that Main Street does that it, it has for us, but there's something different. When you're in a crowd and people are dancing and you hear everything, like everyone celebrating, and it's just, I want to just party with people (laughs) (laughs) a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. (laughs) I love it. That's a great choice. And it's, it's on my list. I think when we do honorable mentions in the next round, you know, I'll, I'll mention that and where I think I slated it, but that's a great pick, Val. Thanks. Andrew. Uh, so, oh, there we go. Uh, number one, um, does your heart hold the magic of the holidays? <laughs> Believe in holiday magic. I You can't beat it. Watch it from anywhere in the park. Watch it from New Orleans Square. Watch it from Small World Castle. It's, it's a great show either way. The music's great. Um, it's, you know, I've got just the parts – the whole thing memorized in my head, my favorite parts, you know, it's, it's, it's probably my, it's my favorite thing in 
one of my favorite things in Christmas is just that that soundtrack is is ingrained in my brain, and I don't know why, but it is. It's there, and it's fantastic. Because it's special, and it's one of the greatest things that's ever been around. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Can you remember how Christmas makes you feel? And then the snow machines go like... Oh, yeah, the, the sound yeah, of the snow machines, right? You could smell it. Um, you know, I no drum roll needed because that is my number one pick as well. Yep. You can't beat it, man. I, that, I held so many special memories of standing on Main Street with my wife when we first started dating, watching this, uh, you know, this fireworks show and, you know, being there watching it for the first time with my kids and i don't know there's so much that that fireworks show single-handedly is the reason why i love the holidays at disneyland like regardless of everything regardless of the food regardless of the smells regardless of any of the other offerings believe in holiday magic is single-handedly the reason why i love christmas uh, at disneyland or the holidays at disneyland I mean, I there's there's nothing else to say, you know. That it it's an amazing show, and yes, it's, Andrew, yeah. like, it is. The more that I think about it, the more it's like it's in my head. A season mm-hmm. worth sharing, believing in the magic of our lives. Just open up your heart. Boof. <laughs> <laughs> and I I mean I see a lot of ties like like thematic and like uh like just kind of similar beats with believe in holiday magic and remember dreams come true they're they have they have similar beats and they both do the things i like like there's a part in both of them where just shoot one color firework up just like doink 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 Mm -hmm. you know they do that with the the tigger in in, yeah in in remember dreams comes true and then they do it with uh uh, oh, I don't remember which part it is, but in in one of the classical, it's like the Nutcracker, one of the Nutcracker songs, dong 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 dong, going up and down, uh, going straight up. It's one of my, it's my favorite thing in any fireworks shows when it does that. <laughs> yeah, and it's show. silly. All right, so quick honorable mentions before we wrap up the podcast, Larry, do you have uh some that you want to throw out there? Well, I think Melissa nailed it. Fiva Navidad is definitely one that I wanted on my list. That's close to like four that one hits on every level and then you guys have mentioned the fireworks that was going to be in five if we're going any further then we're talking just about like the festival the food festival cars lands overlay Mm -hmm. but the one that i want to get out there that i I don't know like a smaller kind of thing that is i like to go see the gingerbread house at grand californian they build a large gingerbread house out there and that's one of my favorite things to go check out during the holidays too which they still do pretty cool to go check out if you get a chance and they always have like I don't know if they've done it this year, I haven't went, but they usually have like the piano vibes in there. And you talk about that login, cool, cabiny vibe of Christmas. You definitely feel it in there at that time. You just want to get like a mug of hot chocolate and sit there, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Especially I love when it. they play piano, yes. like Christmas tunes. I love oh. it. I just want to sit. And it's not even like it's a part of the resort, right? It's not like an attraction, but just right. sitting there. It's kind of cool, and usually they'll have like one of the chefs or pastry chefs come out and they'll talk about the gingerbread house uh, that they've done, which is is pretty cool. Can I can I admit and and just kind of reveal a secret that I've always secretly wanted to go sit with a piano player, grab a mug of hot chocolate, and just be like. <laughs> chestnuts roasting on an open fire and just sit there and sing whatever song that he's playing for like an hour they might have 
and then just leave after. You never know. <laughs> they, there's stuff that they cast members are pretty magical, and sometimes you never know. They might just let you join in as long as you know you don't sound like cat scratch fever. Well, I do. You might even. I do. No, you don't. So they'll be like, no, you, you know don't. what? No, Kick no, rocks, don't. dude. You are not part of this. Get out of here. They bump up the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, always. It's always been like one of my secret desires to just sit there with the piano player and just like start singing. Lay on, lay on top of the piano, right? That's what oh, you wow. want to do with okay. your legs up. I, I don't know if I wanted to take it that far yet, but definitely <laughs> yes. just like with a mug of hot chocolate and just be like, "Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Disney Grand California, and it's great to have you here this holiday season." Uh, sing a few holiday songs. Security. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> just uh, it's exactly how it would go down. <laughs> play along, play along, play along. <laughs> All right, Mel. Honorable oh, mentions. Man. Um, so I have two. One of them definitely is Festival of Holidays. Definitely is. And World of Color. Whenever that comes back. I mean, that show's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh, and they missed the little lights on. In Credit Coaster? Yes. Why was I going to call it California Screaming? Wow. Don't Talk worry. about nostalgia. Dang. <laughs> 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 yes, I'm there. <laughs> That's funny. Just keep this in. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. funny. Uh, Andrew, honorable mentions. Um yeah, Larry touched on one of the the Cars Land lights for sure. That's that's yeah, always great. Um Mater's has, you know, they have the Christmas overlay on Mater's, you know, with all the different songs, the Christmas songs. So that's fun. Um uh you know, I guess uh, the parade as well, you know, the uh Christmas parade over at Disneyland is, you know, been running strong. Um couple chains up here in the cha- chains changes up here and there but um yeah it's still i i like the parade you know well and good it's it's pretty fun i'm i'm uh racking my brain on other christmas stuff because i know there's plenty of it but it's uh oh the new orleans square decorations are always good i like the you know the big moon and the stuff the big party glass party or mardi gras like theme it's like mardi gras and it's the holidays Yeah, yeah so there's lots of you know fun stuff over there that's awesome. Did you happen to see that uh, Jody created a brand new float for Disneyland Paris for Christmas? No. Like yeah. the Santa float? It's gorgeous. It is. Mm. It is vibrant. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I uh, Jody Daly is, um, you know, he, he and, and Kevin Kidney have created some of the most iconic floats and designs for the parks, and they just – have this amazing way of, like Mel said, just bringing these vibrant colors to life in in a way that a lot of other designers can't. And the float that they recently designed for the Christmas parade over at Disneyland Paris is, I mean, I would love to see that float here or a variation of it as part of our holiday parade here because it's a gorgeous float. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, my honorable mentions, I guess... Uh, there's there's so much that you all said that I think I have to agree with. You know, Cars Land, obviously, gorgeous with or without 
you know, the the holiday overlay. I love when they turn on the lights and everything, uh, when the sun goes down, and it's always a special moment. Uh, the Festival of Holidays, definitely one that I want to mention. Viva Navidad was probably going to be my number four, but I think uh, watching our pals from Fat Cat Swinger uh, have now become this thing that I just love to do during the holidays. And I hope that the day that we go, like we weren't able to get reservations until the first week of January. Like we haven't been actively seeking them as soon as we got that one. We just kind of left it and we've been so busy that we didn't continue seeking them for December. So we're going to go the first week of January just before all of the holiday stuff wraps up in the parks. And I'm hoping that the day that we go, Fat Cat Swinger is playing because I feel like if I don't hear them play, like my holiday season won't be 100% complete anymore. (laughs) I'm just so used to listening to them. The Festival of Holidays and all the foods that you get a chance to eat is always fantastic. Um, But yeah, I, I guess really if I had to alternate between three and four, Viva Navidad is really special, you know, because... We all talk about it, and it's been such a a high point of conversation for the last year or two now that representation matters, right? And having that type of representation in the parks, I think, has been a really special moment. And I love the fact that that entire area, you know, is where you can celebrate different cultures and all the different celebrations and festivals that they have. So, yeah, Viva Navidad, it's definitely number four, maybe even number three, if I could alternate it with the candy canes. Sure. Uh, if there's any particular things that you love to do during the holidays in the parks, join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and of course over on Discord. We'd love to hear what some of your your holiday traditions are whenever you head over to the parks, whether it's Disneyland or DCA, or hey, if you're over on the East Coast and you go to Walt Disney World, we'd love to hear some of your traditions over there. Obviously, we're West Coasters, so a lot of what we experience is at Disneyland and California Adventure, so we'd love to hear some of the stuff that goes on over at Walt Disney World. Um, That's it. That is going to wrap it up. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, Any other holidays that you celebrate? I know Hanukkah has been over for some time. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, So that's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of sight Have yourself a merry little Christmas You filthy animal Yeah (laughs) Oh yeah Part of the Podcateers Network